0: It's not fun to feel you're broken and it's hopeless. That's not fun. That's not a good place. That can happen in our lives. And it's amazing to be able to come through that with the right support and say, how have I learned? What have I learned? How can I grow from this? Welcome to the first interviewed
1: podcast. Really excited to introduce to you, Lee who I know her as an artist is just someone I've known for a few years actually in my makeup space with her vibrant red hair she was just always kind and she always sort of had that beautiful soft
0: thing to say very I've been very lucky to be part of a family that really loves me. Don't do many tissues. <laughs> wow, tears were going to come that's why the
1: tissues are here. Welcome to a Road Less Doubtful podcast, leaning into the parts of you that have been hidden away. I'm your host, Emily Wilson. This podcast is a space for you to start to remember exactly who you were before life got in the way. Welcome to the first interviewed podcast on a Road Less Doubtful. Um, I'm excited today, this is an off-the-cuff conversation, it's how I want most of these conversations to go, but Lee, who I am about to welcome on, is just someone I've known for a few years actually in my makeup space, and she would come in and just be what I would say is just this warmth, is the only way I can describe her. With her vibrant red hair, she was just always kind and she always sort of had that beautiful soft thing to say, that maybe she didn't know how much it helped at that time. And so when I saw her the other day at the coffee shop and then I can't remember what the other conversation was, but it led us to be on this podcast together today and I'm really excited to introduce to you Lee, who I know her as an artist, but there's more to her. So Lee, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Anne. So
0: I'm Lee Lee and uh yeah i remember i don't know that's just so lovely to be told that you have provided any kind of warmth or lightness to anybody isn't that nice to be told that so thanks emily i don't know how we got here we just talked in the cafe now we're here that's awesome because emily's like i'm i'm doing a thing and i'm learning new things and let's do it i was like let's do it great cool here we are (laughs) Uh, so we're here on Bachelor Country, both of us. We don't live that far apart, but I'm very grateful to have made it here back to my office in time. I probably wouldn't have made it to your place in time. Um, beautiful Bachelor Country, and so I've been in Harvey Bay for a long time. I did did spend five years out of the region in the Sunshine Coast, but apart from that, I've mostly been here. And I'm a um, art director and a self-employed graphic designer and artist, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So I'm grateful to be here and I'm really excited about just having a, a heart-centered discussion about whatever comes up. So I'm all for it and thanks. Lovely to be here. Perfect.
1: Well, I guess on that note, I got you to do some work for me for my Emily Wilson cosmetics, you know, so I do know that that is part of what you do, but I don't know the extent of what you do. Like you've sort of alluded to. You keep some of that under wraps, which is fine. And maybe we'll get into that as well. But you created for me, these beautiful line art drawings uh, for Emily Wilson Cosmetics. And I still use them to this day. And I don't know the way you do that. You just work so differently to get across that vision, I suppose. And then the second part is this thing up here on my wall, which is just, it's been put there on purpose. You can't see all of it, but it's a reminder to me every day. And I have talked to you about that in the past as well. So it is build your own rowboat. And you gave that to me when I was literally in the trenches of how the shit am I supposed to navigate this solo journey of being now a single mum of three and wow, tears were going to come. That's why the tissues are here. You know, this journey of doing that alone and this piece, it meant so much to me then, but even now, like I look at it, And I have said to you so many times, you need to do more with this. Like we need to do something with this. You need to do something with it. Because as simple as it might seem to you to have created,
0: there's so much in it. Thanks, Em. Well, let's talk about that. That's a really good place to start. So before I talk about what I do for a job, I want to talk about that. Because that's that's a wonderful heart-centered thing to talk about. So firstly, let's talk about why. I gave that to you and where it came from. So I think, and it, this is, this is a, a metaphor, a, vid- a visual metaphor that I've used before in an exhibition opening. So it is basically this, when you go through something in your life that is really painful and you find yourself up Shite Creek, usually without a paddle. It's so not very nice there. We don't like it there. It's not a nice place. It's not a place where you feel very strong when you're up that kind of creek. And you don't know it at the time when you're in the midst of the up and down waves without a paddle. You don't know it at the time because you're in it. But what's actually also happening is that you're picking up a whole nother language And you don't know you can speak that language until you walk past someone on the street three years later and you see an expression on their face and you know by their expression that they are up Sight Creek in a big way without a paddle and you only have to look at their eyes. And so it's at that point you realise you can speak a whole other language because there's a whole different depth to you now. And that's where empathy and compassion comes in. And because you've been there in those depths, you then have more empathy and more compassion. And that is why I gave you that poster. Because I saw the look on your face. So then I get to speak this other language that we all can speak once we've been up the Cree. And I'm able to then recognize that pain and go here is a thing not sure if it will help in any way but just so you know you're not alone and you're being thought of and here is a gift and we all can do that because once you're in that awful space in your life and you come out of it you can speak another language and that's something really good that comes out of a really not good time That's something we can be like, we can hold on to that and going, well, thank goodness, I'm now bilingual.
1: Hello, hello, it's Emily here. You guys may have heard me talk about human design and will continue to do so throughout my podcast because it's helped me to expand my life using it as a tool along my journey. If you would like to take your first step on a road to less doubt then download your own free personalised human design chart by clicking on the link in the show notes. Then as you follow along on socials or the podcast, you'll be able to integrate this and gain more clarity of who you are and remember who you came here to be. Lastly, I'd love for you to join our community of like-minded women inside our free Facebook group. All links are in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. That's, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's bilingual. I feel like it's multilingual after these things that we go through. Yeah like, really? Um, Oh my God, so much in that. Okay, where to start with that? I think firstly, the acknowledgement of the acknowledgement, right? So it's such a simple thing or a seemingly simple thing, but like you alluded to, you can just sometimes see that in the next person. So yeah, start with that. The the acknowledgement of the acknowledgement, even today when I, I dumped my shit on on, on Instagram your acknowledgement of I see you in that that's huge and I think that's what there needs to be more of which is I guess what this whole podcast is about um is tiny moments of connection of showing anybody or everybody or whoever is listening that you're not alone and there is so many people who have been through the same, similar, it, it doesn't even matter if it's the same because it's never going to be the same because it's our own journey, right? But And so then the way we're going to go through that and navigate that is going to be completely different as well. Um, and that's, I think, sometimes what makes it hard to talk about because the way I will talk about it and go through it is going to be so completely different to yours. And so that then opens you up to um, others' perceptions of the situation when they want to take one little snippet of it and and, and dissect it. So that's the other part of of what I think is big to talk about here. But if we always bring it back to we don't know everybody's full story ever and if we can look at that person and look at their eyes or look at their body language and just see who they are for all of the bits and just acknowledge that or hold some space, it's huge. It's It's where I struggle now. I don't have it. I mean, I have it. I have it in all of my friends, which is is good now because you you find those people. But sometimes you're like, I I stood in the mirror today, and I'm not even joking, and I've never actually done it. I've thought it, but I've not done it. And I hugged myself because I had to ask, like, what does my inner child need today to just get through and do this? And it it was a goddamn hug, you know. <laughs> but I wouldn't have wanted anyone else to see that <laughs> because that seems silly but Not silly. It's
0: just very vulnerable and it's hard to share vulnerability because we feel exposed that's hard to do um but you're right we don't know what someone's going through on a day-to-day level And the social media is such a minute snapshot of someone's experience it's often highly curated um and you just don't know you just don't know what Someone's actual experiences. So that's where this, I think what you're saying, yes, we need more of that. We need more compassion. We need more empathy. Try and stop yourself from judging someone based on a tiny snippet of their day or a tiny moment in their life. You know, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I've certainly made mistakes. I've grown from them and I've learned from them. I haven't been the perfect person always. It's hard to be perfect if you're going through a tough time too. You can't, you're surviving, you're doing what you can to survive. And so it's, yeah, we, we never really know the full story. We just, you never do, you know? And it's good to remind yourself of that as much as you can, because we just don't know, you know? I listened to and sometimes, sorry, no, sorry. Oh, I was listening to a podcast recently that I really enjoy called The Imperfects, and they, they interviewed Grant Denya. He's the weatherman for um, Sunrise for a long time. And from the outside perspective, and I remember at the time being in my 20s, judging him for being the smiley, goofy weatherman. But his story at that time when he was the smiley, the weatherman, he was such a great pain in his life and great, great ang- anguish and mm-hmm. mental anguish. So you don't ever know someone's story. It's just another example of not nolly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's very often those people that are showing up shiny and happy that have got a lot going on in the background, um... I do want to talk on the social media part because I find that I struggle with that back and forwards a lot because part of it, just like this podcast, is my own experiment for myself. It is part of how I want to grow as a person because I look at other people on there, women, men, it doesn't matter who, and I love when they can show up and show all of their part And it still doesn't mean it is actually all of their parts, but from my perception of that, it's all of their parts, good, bad, indifferent, um, and say what they want to say because it's true for them, I enjoy it because I can now look at it and, yes, sometimes there'll be judgment and I've got to call myself on that, but I I don't go into it and, you know, uh, bag them out or, you know, I'm not doing those kind of things. But like you alluded to, there's parts of it that are brave because you have to put yourself out there and those judgments will come one way or another. But they're coming in life anyway. You just don't see them. They're not fed back to you as quickly or as harshly. So I, I do it personally as an experiment to, I will take this morning as an example, that crying. I felt it and I was like, someone else needs to see that. But at the same time, I don't really love all of those bits about me but they need to go up there because I need to be okay with whatever comes at me for that as well. And so it's, it's a lesson in, in the judgments, um, And I, hmm, how do I word this? I watch how the world is and Instagram is a very concise or social media is a very concise snapshot of that because there is so much good and then there's so much mean and you used a very good term which I'm pretty sure I can't use in a podcast uh, <laughs> but <pretty> sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure I can't uh, but I have posted snapshots I've posted sayings that were just parts of me going through what I was going through on a certain day and I got called out on it and I got whether we call it bullying whatever we call it that came at me But that needed to come at me for me to learn my lesson in different ways. And I try and look at like all all of it. Not everyone can do that and I'm still juggling it. So I guess what I want to preface that by is like it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it easy. Um, It's still completely shit that people feel that they want to put their perceptions or their perspectives onto your thing. And like you said, you can have the best intentions with anything you do, and it's never going to be taken 100% the way you wanted to. It's also why I was scared to show up and do a podcast. Cause let's say they listen to this one and I've waffled and then they go, oh, she didn't say it the right way. She now thinks this and this of X, Y, Z people. And I can't handle very well people not liking me. And that's my truth, but this is something that I want to grow in. So how do and how do I grow in that? I put myself out there and I be me and I know where it comes from. And that's the best we can do. Right? Absolutely. And it When starting my journey of self-discovery, I felt alone and lost that's why i'm so incredibly dedicated to this podcast and passionate about building you a place of community to help you remember exactly who you were before life got in the way so with that said word of mouth is one way we can grow this community so please share this with your friends and family and so you don't miss an episode i'd love for you to tap the subscribe button now let's
0: get back to the episode nice would say to the people who have any kind of judgment and. Whatever you just said i yeah. always well saying i'm not loving this go and find something else to listen to on. find something else to connect with like but the right people will will connect with it for the right reasons and that's what i was talking about this morning with a really lovely business mentor uh she reminded me of that it's this this whole social media thing it's it's very strange it's very strange i've talked about this with friends recently it's something I've been observing for a while and not participating a lot in. I do the occasional post here and there if I made a pretty picture or a piece of art and I want to share it. Um, that's really been the extent of it because I've been observing this thing for a while and I'm observing people getting hurt and going, oh, I don't want to play it at pit. That doesn't feel very safe. Um, but, but aside from that... It's very much, I think it comes back to, and this is my own opinion, everyone does their own healing journey in their own way. So that's okay. So it sounds like, and I'm not an expert, but it sounds like part of your journey and self discovery and knowing yourself and growing and changing, part of that is about visibility, about challenging yourself. And part of it has to do with showing up and doing the hard things for yourself and that might be on social media. Um, That might not be for everyone and that doesn't matter. That's fine. Everyone does their own thing. It's okay. It doesn't make anybody wrong. It's honouring what you need. And if I I think it's really brave that you would share – such vulnerability and I know that a lot of people will connect with that but I know that I would struggle and I would be overwhelmed to do that but that's because I'm me and that's okay you don't know want it mean? it's fine everyone if everyone can do that and let let it be let people let people do what they need to do in their own way I think it'd be a lot easier but yeah it's hard because because there is a lot of surface level judgment on social media. And it's a tricky space. So I, I applaud you for, for, for showing up in that space and sharing kind of things because it's not easy. It certainly doesn't look easy. So, but I will for do things in your own time. You know, I'm, I'm not ready to share the work projects that I'm doing, there's a few different reasons. Um, but a lot of them have to do with not being ready and just taking time and being really intentional about who I'm speaking to and what kind of work I want in my life, what kind of what work I would like more of because it's uplifting Ooh. and it doesn't burn me out and it's soulful. And I'm getting a really good handle on that. So when I have more clarity over who I'm speaking to, I'm happy to be sharing more and putting myself out there. And that's also fine. That's also a good approach. You know, both approaches are correct. So I don't know, like it doesn't sound that hard, but it is it's hard. Isn't a lot of people just think, you want to doing it my way. You must do it my way. Or I don't agree with what you're doing. Do it my way. Or I don't know what you're doing. It's confronting to me. Therefore, I don't like you. That's the thing. That's it's confronting to me. So
1: I don't like it. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. And I think that's where the gems lie, which is, again, I guess I go back to that's why I want to experiment with it. Because when I show up, I get really uncomfortable. So what's coming up for me when people project their stuff at me, what is coming up for me? It is my quickest way for me to grow and learn, and yeah, it feels uncomfortable, and sometimes it's disgusting, and I'm breaking down. The flip side of and this is just this is just a metaphor for life, for everything that is in this world at the moment. I don't like it. Stop doing it. Don't make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you flip it, if you can, if you can sit there, and I honestly, I I, I feel like there is so so many great amazing people. There just really is. Like they're really kind, warm people everywhere when you choose to see it. So it's the same as these situations. If you can flip that and turn it and go, is that about me? Is that about them? What is mine? What is there? And drop it. And like you said, it sounds like it should
0: be really easy. It's not. It's not. It's not perfect at it either. Like, I enough to say it's so easy to be pushed and feel uncomfortable with something or someone, someone sat online and immediately discounting what they're saying because it's uncomfortable. No, I don't think anyone's got that fully nailed at all. No. Nah. It's like that practicing the pause, you know. You know. And it's, you know, and I think when people get um triggered or uncomfortable, uh there's usually before the practicing the pause thing happens, there's usually been a fair bit of work that's happened before the recognizing the pause is required. So You know, early pardom's healing journey for me, highly reactive, highly reactive. Everything was a threat. Uh, Yeah, everything was, my reactions were quick and they were explosive and there was no cause. (laughs) I didn't know about the pause. I didn't know about um, if I get triggered, that's not someone else's problem. That's actually my problem. I didn't know that. I didn't know that for ages. I needed a lot of professional help to get my head around that. Um, yeah. And it's, it's big. sometimes we don't want to know that. Go, we don't want to know that. We don't want to know it. It's it's easier to blame someone else. Thank you. I, I'm good. Then I didn't do it. It's them. So, yeah, it takes, it takes a fair bit of yeah, emotional work to even get to the place to be like, wait, pause. What is coming up for me yet? So, but then, yeah, we're not all perfectly evolved. We're going to make
1: mistakes. No, and I feel like firstly, if people take something away from today, it's just Lee's voice saying that, no, wait, pause, because it couldn't be said any calmer than that. And if you have that in your mind when you're getting angry and this can be around anything, just wait and pause. Yeah, because I know that's going to be stuck in my head now, which I love, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think like what you said, those those initial things is to react. I know for me, I'm going to ask you a, a question soon, but I talk about like my chapter two moments, and for me, my separation was definitely a chapter two moment. I feel like my jaw break was one of them. So I guess that makes it one, two, three, four chapters. I'm not really sure where we're at, but I like to call it a chapter two moment. And at the start, yeah, you go through those spaces of grief for starters and being just angry and reactive because you don't want it to be about you, but you're trying to control generally was my take on it to stay safe. And my way to stay safe is to control. Um, So learning to let go of that and then, yeah, own my parts in it all and really look at all of the sides. No one was right. No one was wrong. It was just what it was. It's how it was supposed to be. What were the lessons? And that all sounds great and airy-fairy because I can say it now three years on. There's a lot that's happened in between there and a lot of moments where I've gone, shit, I'm incredible. And oh shit, I don't even know who I am, where I'm going and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that still happens like every day. But I think it's how you feel about that part of this is part of what life is actually supposed to be and have that polarity and not just be a straight line through. Because
0: it can't be 100%. And the thing that came up when I listened to you saying these things just then was, you did the best you could. And that comes up for me a lot. (laughs) You did the best you could with what you had at the time so we changed and evolve and grow all the time and we learned from hard scenes and in the middle of the up the creek moment you did the best you could and it it played out the way that it did for a reason but you did the best you could and that is compassion for yourself you did the best you could and uh yeah and That's, that's all you can do. It's, it's not easy stuff, not easy stuff, not easy stuff to navigate and a whole, you know, and you're talking about, um, you know, a growth mindset. So how to flip from I'm broken, everything's broken, it's not good to what have I learned? How am I learning? How am I growing is growth mindset instead of a victim mindset. So That is a game changer and a life changer to come to that place. And that comes with, everyone does that in their own way. Some people need professional support. I most certainly did. Um, Some people find support in other ways to get to a better place in their life. But to be able to look at something really difficult in your life and say, okay, what was my part in this? how have I learned, how can I do better, how did I grow, what what gifts do I now have because of this situation is an incredible place to be because before it shifts to that, it's not very fun. It's not fun to feel like you're broken and it's hopeless. That's not fun. That's not a good place but that, that can happen in our lives and it's amazing to be able to come through that with the right support and say, how have I learnt? What have I learned? How can I grow from this? That's a wonderful place to be. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> and that gives, I hope that people can hear, I think you said it today in one of our voice messages, but like the hope in that because when you're in the middle of whatever the shitty bit is, big or small in that moment, it feels like it's everything. And you have no idea how to be at the end of it or when the end of it's going to be. But I guess that the, it, it's so cheesy. The saying of like you've gotten through 100% of your bad times, 100% of your difficult days is so true. You're here to talk about it. You have literally conquered everything you thought you couldn't conquer and you will do it again. And if you can look at those bits... Like you said, it, it, it's a gift and I look at all of that now and I love it because I love who I'm becoming on the other side. There's still parts that I don't know about and listening to you even talk about it, just what you said at the start about being bilingual, right? I love the way you said that. It gives it so much, I don't know, it gives it so much flair, so much warmth, which is exactly who I said you were. But it does. it does do that and the gift in that is which I'm about to ask you soon, where you got this from because it comes from somewhere that you get this grit, this warmth, this kindness. But we wouldn't be able to have this conversation and we don't know what this conversation is going to do with for somebody else. And you wouldn't have been able to give me that and share with me your gift if you hadn't have gone through it. You probably wouldn't be the warm person or wouldn't get get that same warmth from you if you hadn't been through whatever it is you've been through. And I'm hoping that that is the same for whoever's come across me in these moments along the way. And I guarantee anyone who's had those is giving that to other people without even realizing they're doing it, I think is the biggest thing because it's so much harder to see. It's so much harder to see in yourself where you do the good things
0: which is what holds most of us back. Absolutely. Yep. That's that really annoying inner critic thing going, oh, don't focus on all these wonderful gifts you have. Maybe let's focus on all the things you can make you feel really bad. Yeah. What a good idea. Let's do that. So, you know, that's that shattering mind thing. Um, but yeah, on being violent law. And, and learning that empathy language from coming from hard spaces, yeah, you, you do when you would inspire people all the time, I think, Emily, because you're brave enough to share some difficult things online and that's helping you grow and learn about you and, and evolve. But you never know who's watching and listening. You just never know. And you never know what they might be going through. And yeah, I think it's a wonderful thing to do. So, but for me, with my journey, so very, I've been very lucky to be part of a family that really loves me.
1: I love you.
0: Don't need any tissues. I... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I cry. Do this. Is there being solid? <laughs> you are still solid. Crying doesn't
1: make you anything less. That's something I've had to tell myself for the longest time too. I was doing so well. You were doing amazing. You still <laughs> are. You still are doing
0: amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, uh, this is more amazing. I just had so much. This isn't sadness. This is just absolute uh, gratitude Um, and, like, Love. sort all a city. Oh, no. um, Just the love and support and care that I have had for so many years. People that I have just. <laughs> My dogs just showed up. <laughs> He's
1: a very he knows. Person. Yeah, he does. It's like,
0: oh, mom's crying again. And. <laughs> Um, I'm so grateful for my beautiful family and my loving partner and my beautiful friends for constantly loving me and cheering me on and it just makes me so emotional because I love them so much and no one can get through being up Shipe Creek without support and people handing you nails to nail your boat back together because it's been smashed. Like people that hand you the oars and say, well, I did this, try that. Or here's a bit of the map, try that, um, to get yourself out of here. Um, and that is the power of about being a compassionate, empathetic person. If you have been through difficult times, you do actually then have the power to hand bits of the map over. So, people do that in their own ways. And for me, I like to leave art on people's doorsteps <laughs> silently and quietly creep away. And that's my opinion.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, and I think there's something in that too, because you need the recognition and you need to take that on board and then. You need to be able to see how amazing you are and those small things. Like, they're not small at all. Down to, like, I brought my girls to you to do those line art drawings, you know, to, like, just play and try and get creative because that's what I felt they needed to heal some things and me. And to this day, my girls, if they get in their head and me more so, I will do a very, very imperfect Continuous line drawing to get out of my head because I need to be able to shut that monkey mind off. And so, those things are so goddamn special that you create. So maybe my thing to you
0: is don't creep away. Yeah, I'm work. Don't fr- I'm working on it. Don't you worry, girl. I'm working on it, and i I'm, I'm at a place where you know lots of shifts and changes in my life and wonderful shifts and changes, you know, and so much to be grateful for and things going really well. And I would say thriving, not surviving, but it's, it's I'm at a place where I'm like, yeah, that's it's okay to want to share beautiful art-centered things. You know what, maybe, maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you don't need to hide so much and that's okay. And I'm not putting any time pressures on myself. It's just, it's more of a, an internal awakening and a bit of, um, self permission and now I'm seeking information and I'm talking to the right people with the right mindset. So this is part of that. Actually, I believe that this is part of that. I wouldn't be talking publicly at all if I wasn't ready for some sort of internal shift. So I, I do know that about myself. Um, but I also I think
1: that's a very interesting thing for us today because I think that's part of what this is. I think that's part of what my crying was. It was losing parts of an old identity that I don't think are me anymore. Yeah. as I've hidden away so many parts that I didn't think were lovable because they're parts that I were told were not lovable for whatever reason for the longest time. And this is about stepping through that for me, this way, this way, for me. In a couple of months, I might go, fuck that. This was shit. It was the worst choice I could have made. The judgments have come pouring in. I can't handle it. I'm calling back in my shell. Or I will learn all the lessons around there and I'll be like, I did it. That's cool. It wasn't for me. Or, oh my God, look where this has gone. It's exactly where it's was supposed to go.
0: Yeah, bravery has going to happen for you. Bravery and trying, bravery and giving you a go, whatever it is, like bravery. Comes to that word, it's just yeah, give it a go. You know, got something on, it. but like you
1: said, bravery comes in different ways. So sometimes we see it in others, but it's it, it's within us in a different way. But it's because what we see in others is within us, and we want that part to come out. So I want to know, does that
0: resonate a little bit? Oh, yeah, so much. Absolutely. I mean, yes, I think when you get to a place where you can, like, I will look at your, what you're sharing online and be like, wow, vulnerable, brave, inspiring, clearly growing and evolving, um, Positive, bright, hopeful, and I could have just described myself. So that one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You do, and that's why it's important to to be like the people you choose to spend time with. So important mm-hmm. and so crucial to how your how your health is. You know.
1: Yeah. And finding what makes you unique. I had was doing my human design course at the moment and I love it as a tool. I don't know, have you delved into human design at all? I haven't. Oh, right. That's coming after this. So stay tuned. I will be sending you a message to find out what yours is and just no. So I, I think I have an inkling just based on this conversation, but it's going to be interesting. Anyway, just kind of like as a tool for like really getting back to who you are and getting rid of the, the noise. You know, you've got like a personality side and a design side. And so you you show up in this personality, but you were created a certain way the whole way along. And it's like almost deconditioning this side and finding what this side is. That's that's the quickest way I can say it. it's astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching. It's all of the things all rolled into one. And it's amazing. Anyway, doing that course. Um, she said to me, we were just chatting. And she's like, what makes you unique? Crickets. All crickets, I'm like, I'm not unique. So sometimes we look at ourselves and I still, to this day, can't. It's on my mirror in the bathroom that, and and it talks about being unique and what things need to move because I still have not found that within me. And that's just the truth because it's funny, what I see as unique is all the things I'm not, Um, so I look at me and see all run of the mill qualities middle of the line like just you know straight up and down middle of the line i look at someone like you and when i talk about what unique is it's funny i have so many redheaded friends and i look at them and go they are so unique and beautiful and they have these qualities they're always creative they're warm they're kind they have a softness they have this essence that um it's like you just you like i could see that dress that you were wearing now in a shop and I'd be like I would see you just because you have that look about you that you just give this vibe this essence and I see that in you and yet I can't see that in me but after a conversation that we just had right whatever those bits are in you that I see are within me but I have to yet find them and find yeah where they are and how I let them in
0: I was going to say all the things you were listing off at the end of that said Emily about herself. That, yeah, it's really hard because we view, can, you know, often view ourselves as not a very good light. And and um, I do that too. You know, yeah. we all do that. That's part of the hearing condition. And, yeah, it's just part of it. And it's good to know you're looking. It's good to be asking questions and looking and seeking out um, better answers. You know, if you don't get the right answer, ask a for question like of yourself. You know, why do I feel this way about myself? Why can't I see like good points? How do I get to a better place? And it's not alone. It is not alone. Intellectualize your way into a better viewpoint. Not very successfully. So it's about seeking help and whatever that, whatever that looks like for you, because it's different for everybody. But yeah, yeah, I certainly did not have a good opinion of myself for a good, for a good part of the last seven years. And I would say that my self esteem and the way that I would talk about myself is dramatically improved because of the village, because of having an enormous amount of support and care from the right people. So then my internal environment was able to shift and change. Um, but I certainly could never have done that by myself. I could never have done that by myself. And it It's ongoing. It's not. You know, it's not a. Here's the finish line. Get there! Boop, boop. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you you go past the finish line and go. Just start it! Yeah! Let's go! I'll see you later. It's just so ongoing anyway. Yeah. And I'm working. And for
1: someone who hates cardio and going round and round, it's really tiring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tiring. My, my wonderful psychologist and psychoanalyst who I was working with for three years, almost every week for three years, um, about seven years ago, I was like, but I want to be really inspired, creative, happy, settled, grounded, well, right now. Right now, I'm done with this bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm done. And she's like, "Lily, you can't sting roll your way to happiness. And I was like, yes, I fucking can. I am in the steamroller. And I was like, get out of my way. I'm coming. The happiness is there. I'm going to steamroll there. I'm not doing this work anymore. It's exhausting. <laughs> She's, I don't know. You can't steamroll your way to happiness, it's going to be a process. And so I would rock up to her office with a canvas under my arm and like in tears and it would just be another present that I would give to her and it would be like a koala or something and she'd be like you know what have what have we got today and it was you know going back to basics it was like five year old carting a sketchbook around in a blanket it's you know got to start somewhere. so yeah point is you can't steamroll your way to happiness and it takes time and it takes a village too to feel better about yourself in your own head it doesn't happen overnight you know and it happens with the right support hey guys
1: if this episode resonated with you please take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag myself at a road less doubtful and if you're ready to lean into the parts of you that have been hidden away and start your road to less doubt and have way more fun I'd love for you to join our community of like-minded women who build each other up inside our free facebook group tap the link in the show notes below and i can't wait to see you on the inside and travel this journey together there's two things in that for me firstly that you can't steam your way steamroll your way to happiness that just hit like a freaking knife maybe it was in my back because i needed to be on like, like it was huge but like because i do do that like I will catch myself very, very often making sure, am I controlling, which is the steamroller part, or am I allowing the universe or whatever you wanna believe in to sort of show up and guide you the right way? Are you looking at the right breadcrumbs or are you just choosing which pieces you're taking because you're already going, I'm over there and I'm not doing the middle steps. And so I think if you can surrender a little bit, and for different people, that's harder as well. Like type A personality like me of like, go, go, go. it will just, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And make it all surface level. I used that at the start. That was how I coped for sure. Like that was get through it. I'll use what I need. And then on the other side of going, okay, well, that really, is really exhausting now do it um, a little bit better. Um, the second thing in that for me was you said you can't do it alone, but to not go it alone. You still have to step into being a little bit vulnerable because you have to be able to pull in that right group of people. So there is still that little bit of a hard work where you have to start showing up a little bit more of this, what I call it, a next person, a next persona. Uh, if you've just been broken in whatever way that is and you feel like what you have or who you are is not good enough, I, can't, I don't know if that's, I'm not, again, take the terminology how you will. We're not professionals in this. This is just my opinion on it. It's very hard if you feel like you've been left out in the cold at that moment and you've lost your people to take that next step to open up to another person who you think is still your person and hope they catch you, right? But I don't know and I would like to see what you think on this. But from what I've found personally, the step to doing that is probably one of the biggest parts. In the rest of the journey, like that one step of being able to show up and just sell your truth to someone who can catch you, and then, then just show that back for well, what just for that little piece, you start to go, Oh, and you put that little piece, like that little puzzle piece, can just go back here, and then you'll build
0: the next bit and the next bit. 100%. Um, That's trust, isn't it? That's building trust with, not just yourself, but other people. And mm-hmm. I can fully relate to that. Um, not easy at the start when you're trying to find yourself again, after a significant life shift or a significant life event that's caused lack, upheaval and whatever it was. If you have lost your identity a little bit, it's difficult to find your trusted group but it does take that step does take that brave step first firstly i think if you're having a hard time it's reaching out and asking for help that is brave that is so brave to say i'm not having a good time i need some help my mind is not great it's not being my friend uh I've lost my oars. Can you help me? So that's huge. Um uh, thankfully there are people around that will listen and hear you when you say that. Um and then it, onwards from there, if you're on a healing path, then it's finding lots of people to be in your village to help help you, to help you on your way to to feeling better to you know, enjoying life again, you know, putting the pieces back together. And it's and it's simple. It can be simple interactions too, not just people cemented in your village, but simple interactions, people being kind to you at a cassay or people messaging you online and saying, hey, really loved that thing you did. Awesome. Or someone was really kind to you. And said, you've got a lovely smile when you paid for fuel and they didn't do it a sleazy way. That's nice too. Like kindness and empathy. And it all helps. Like it all helps. So yeah. I love that. I think that's
1: a perfect way to almost summarize most of this chat because what it comes back to is the finding your people. And that kindness matters and it goes a really long way because I think there can be a lot of noise everywhere that wants to contradict that, that there's not the kindness and that there's a lot of bad or there's a lot of hard. But I think when you start looking for it, it's like, um, what's the movie where they're at the airport and, you know, like love is all around, like truly all around. When you actually look, there's so many people who are there to say the good thing. And if you can do your little part of it, and like you said, use that gift of having been through whatever you have been through and knowing that whatever that is, it doesn't have to look like somebody else's to make it worth feeling or talking about or doing just because, you know, like I feel like people say a lot like, oh, I don't want to bother you because what you're going through right now is tough and mine's not that big, but that's not true. Like everything is relative to how it makes you feel. And that's all it is. It doesn't have to, don't compare your thing, your sad
0: to anybody else's either. Yep. Everything is valid. Your experience is valid. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter what it is. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah.
1: What would be, we'll wrap it up because we've been talking for 50 minutes. Oh, what? <laughs> So good, so good. Um, And you've given just so many beautiful points and I just, I sit here going, God, your voice just makes me feel calm. Oh. So I want to take some of that on. So I'm hoping that's mirroring something that's within me somewhere and I can start to soften and talk more smooth and soft. But what would you like to share that maybe you haven't already or just some simplified little takeaways that if someone's listening to this today, you're like, that's what I would love to leave you with. Wow.
0: There's always hope. Always. That's it. There's always hope. And if you can't feel that within yourselves, then it's okay to reach out and ask for help from a trusted person, friend, professional, um, Lifeline is really good. I called Lifeline a couple of times, maybe seven years ago. I just needed a bit of, um, I needed a grounded person to tell me, to help me out of a bit of a, like a spiral. I just needed a bit of a mindfulness assistance. So there's no shame in doing that. And I'm not ashamed to say that I did that a couple of times because I was just really stuck in my own head. Um, there will always be someone wanting to hear your story and care and uh, the crisis support space actually at Harmy Bay Hospital is amazing to that. So, uh, they're doing amazing work there beside the ED. You don't have to go into the ED. If you're experiencing a mental health crisis, you can present it to them and they are super warm and friendly and, um. Yeah, beautiful people who, who are there for people in times of need if you can't reach out to anyone in your immediate network. So there's always hope, always, always. And if you can't feel that within yourselves, then reach your hand out to find somebody who can help you find that hope again.
1: Lovely. I actually have one more question. Sure. I've I've decided because I told you that I didn't have anything prepared, but I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I don't know exactly what you went through and I don't know the you before because I didn't know you seven years ago. But what I'm curious as to know, what about you do you love that much more now having gone through your Chapter 2 moment? Like, what can you look in you now and just go, I guess, where could you find gratitude towards that situation and go,
0: these are my couple of things, but. And sorry to make you narrow it down. Uh, just the ability to empathize and read people better. And also now I have the knowledge with how to take care of myself. And I know myself and my mind really, really, really well. So, um, trust all my own decision-making. And so I trust myself really deeply and trust my intuition really deeply. Uh, and there's so many blessings that have come from that difficult experience and I'm still learning and I'm not perfect and I'm learning from all my stumbles, I'm not a perfect person, but. I do trust myself very deeply, very deeply, and that's an amazing place to 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 be.
1: Yes, that is the for an imperfect human that is the perfect dancer because <laughs> it's beautiful. It's I can sit here thinking of all of my things, and and that sense of trust is such a big thing, and it only comes through things like this. So.
0: And that's, and that goes for two. I know I went to reach out and ask for help, and I'm never afraid to do that because I know my mind really well, so always, always, no shame in that. Just getting some assistance and help. And yeah, it takes a village for sure. But I've loved this chat and I really did not think I would cry, <laughs> Like I'm not crying. I'm not praying, I'm crying with this stuff. I'm going to give very well thoughts. Purated in no, So thank you for breaking me down. I appreciate it. I was able to be a lot more relaxed after that and I really look forward to um, seeing what you do. You're brilliant and wonderful.
1: Thank you so much for your time and that's the lesson in that, right? Where all of our feelings and all our vulnerabilities and then that's where we can be exactly who we are. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for being willing to come on here and chat to me and and give me your time and your energy and your warmth and your beautiful red hair so (laughs) thank you so much lee i appreciate you appreciate you too we'll talk soon excellent see you later Bye. bye